So far in this series, we've learned how Lyric Opera decides on a particular production, how they go about creating a roster of people to actually take the stage. We've also learned about the important role the chorus plays in an opera. But of course, it wouldn't be the opera without music, and that's where music director Enrique Mazzola comes into the picture. I have the privilege of uh, being in this uh, special uh, position, which is the conductor's podium. Yes? So I make exactly this uh, transition uh, plays between audience and all the artistic uh, uh, forces of the of the show and uh, for example uh, I mentioned before that I conducted Maria Stuarda in Zurich and actually I had to conduct it from a different room which was not the opera house all the sound of the orchestra and the chorus were sent via uh, Wi-Fi to the opera house so what happened in the opera house there were the singers singing live and the audience but uh, uh, I was conducting in a room big rehearsal room with the orchestra but behind me I could not feel the audience and this is something I really missed in uh, these 15 16 17 uh, months this uh, fact this uh, beautiful uh, theatrical ritual of the applause when the conductor enters to share the applause with the musicians to feel the silence of 3,000 people behind me and through this silence choose when is the right moment to with my baton to give the first uh, note you understand it's a series of different uh, emotions which are it's it's a, to describe with words like this doesn't mean almost anything. You have to be there to feel all this. But this is something I deeply miss. I'm Keith Conrad, and this is Bringing Up the Lights, a podcast where I'll be giving you a look behind the curtain at the people involved in creating some of the biggest stage productions in the United States. This season, I'm following along with the Lyric Opera of Chicago as they prepare for their production of Verdi's Opera Macbeth in September of 2021. Enrique Mazzola has worked with the Lyric Opera of Chicago before, but the production of Macbeth is actually his debut as the music director. In addition to being the organization's COVID comeback, the run of Macbeth has that little bit of extra significance for both Enrique and the Lyric Opera of Chicago. Enrique got his start in theater at a very young age growing up in Italy. Uh, I was really a, a kid uh, because uh, I had uh, the chance of uh, enter in the Teatro La Scala in Milano, uh, Children Chorus. So when I was seven, I had, uh, let's say, my first theater experience, but not, you understand, from the audience side, but from exactly from the stage side. So I started singing there uh, a lot of uh, operas. And um, if you want, uh, it, exactly this experience is what uh, started this uh, theater opera bug that you uh, mentioned. And uh, I would say in a very vivid and uh, strong way of course it was actually one of these early experiences that led enrique to pursue a career as an opera conductor specifically it was uh, exactly my very first opera in la scala 
of uh, Milano and this opera was uh, Bozzek by Alban Berg and the conductor was uh, Claudio Abbado and uh, I was singing uh, uh, Marie's son at the end of the opera uh, I had only three phrases uh, hop 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 you know playing innocently on a uh, kid's horse you know the, the, the toy uh, horse but um, to be able to sing the last few minutes of the opera of course I had to attend almost all the uh, opera and I was uh, so fascinating by this guy uh, conducting uh, uh, in the pit, which actually I was watching through a black and white monitor and I was seeing uh, uh, just the white details into this darkness. Yeah? So I could see his face, I could see his hand, his white magic baton and uh, the beginning of the, of the shirt, white, white shirt, the sleeves and a small triangle in the... Uh, frack in the tails yes and it was so fascinating and this was really the starting of a, a big emotional journey which started started when I was a kid that made me decide okay I will be an opera conductor was there any part of Enrique that wanted to be on stage as opposed to working as a conductor no 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 I was all I was always sure um, I always uh, how can I say I always uh, decided that I would do, how can I say, an accumulation of different experiences, yes, uh, singing in the children's chorus, uh, study violin, study piano, study composition, organ, and um, history of the music, music literature, and uh, so many other things, just to focus on one thing, be able to use all these different experiences to be a good uh, opera conductor. Enrique has worked all around the world during his career, including stops in Germany, France, and England, which is where he was when we talked just weeks before the opening of Macbeth. So what brought him to the Lyric Opera of Chicago? Well, um, I think uh, um, everything started uh, uh, in 2013 when Mr. Freud, uh, our general director, went uh, to Glyndebourne Festival. Uh, where I was conducting, I think it was a new production of Don Pasquale, Donizetti's Don Pasquale. And uh, mm, he came to my room before the show to introduce himself and say, hello, I'm Anthony Freud from uh, Larry Copper of Chicago, toy, toy, toy for uh, this uh, show. And uh, actually, literally, I think a couple of weeks later, I had uh, an invitation to Larry Copper uh, of Chicago, which was for uh, Lucia di Lammermoor, another Donizetti opera. This time, it's a serious opera, a tra tragic uh, opera. And this was the beginning of a very beautiful uh, um, story between Lyric Opera and me. It was Lucia di Lammermoor, is one then uh, Puritani, is, it was then uh, Luisa Miller, and 
between Puritani and Louisa Miller, I received the, the, the invitation to accept the, 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 the role, the post of music director for the future uh, five years of uh, Lyric Opera of Chicago, which of course with the big uh, emotion and uh, uh, with uh, a lot of uh, energy, thrilled really, I accepted. So having performed in so many venues around the world, how does performing in Chicago compare to performing at other venues around the world? Well, um, Chicago is clearly one of the best opera houses in, in uh, the world. And uh, yes, you, mm, you touch a, a point which is very delicate. Every single opera house in the world has, a, we may say, a personality, yes? Uh, it's a more easy to work, it's more difficult to work, uh, it's boring, or you don't feel good in the city, or, you know, the atmosphere is very tense and nervous. There are many, many opera houses which is actually is quite uh, challenging and difficult to work. And uh, one of the points which made me love Lyric Opera Chicago is that when you enter stage door, immediately on the left there is a company uh, office, the, the, the artist office, and at the, at the right there is a, uh, the, the general uh, director office, and when you enter you immediately welcomed by uh, everybody. And uh, there is uh, this sort of uh, atmosphere, which uh, actually uh, I understood with the time. Uh, it's very typical of the Midwest, yes? It's a very warm, very, there is a, immediately a big uh, complicity. Uh, uh, really, this idea of, uh, okay, let's, it, let's do it together, this idea of team working together, which uh, actually makes the experience of working at the Lyric Opera of Chicago extremely uh, pleasant. You feel you are part of a strong uh, group, and this is really reassuring for us artists. And uh, if I usually, but even before I was offered to be the music director of Lyric Opera of Chicago, at the question, which are your favorite opera house, how opera houses in the world to work with. Uh, Lyric Opera of Chicago was already number one. We learned earlier in this series that productions at Lyric Opera of Chicago are years in the making. Also, this production of Macbeth is being built completely from the ground up, completely new. What are the challenges associated with creating a brand new production like that? Well, uh, specifically for uh, Macbeth, this is a new production. Uh, that that means that we have a completely new set, new costume, a new conception of how imagine this opera. And this conception, this new visual, new way of doing Macbeth has not been done anywhere in the world. So new production, means that we build a new Macbeth for Chicago. And this is something unique. And of course, uh, you are saying uh, something absolutely correct. To build something that uh, will appear uh, in Chicago the 17th of September, actually we need a very, 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 very long time to prepare for this. Usually is yeah, it's one year, but 
I mean, from the beginning of the idea, maybe it's even four years, yes, when we want the right artists to join us and to uh, match the perfect uh, creative team for the project we imagine, yes? So, um, that means that maybe uh, one year or two years before uh, the uh, stage director starts to speak also with the conductor about the ideas, who is who, how we want Macbeth to be, uh, uh, how we want Lady Macbeth to be, how we imagine which is the role of the chorus in this situation. You understand, we have to imagine and create a lot of figures and uh, ideas on stage. And this requires a lot, a lot of uh, work, which culminates in the magic first night of uh, an opera. So other than the entire world being shut down for a year and a half, what's the biggest challenge the lyric opera has faced putting on Macbeth? I would say that the biggest challenge is when you start the rehearsals so that every idea which was, let's say, put on paper, yes, which can be the set, which can be the costume, which can, which can be the different tempi that you decide to write. Yes, I usually I write down in my orchestra score, I want this a little bit faster, here a big stop. Yeah. So all the ideas which were penciled somewhere, Actually, you started to deliver these ideas to uh, um, um, an artist, a pianist, a singer, a, a specific movement, yes, that uh, the uh, stage director wants to do. And uh, the challenging is to put all these ideas together and uh, from uh, a pencil, from just uh, a word written on a paper, become an action, an emotion, on stage. This is the biggest challenge. Now that Macbeth is actually going to take the stage, what is Enrique hoping people will see in the production when the lights finally come up on Macbeth? Well, Macbeth is uh, a magnificent title in Giuseppe Verdi's production, and uh, Macbeth speaks about uh, something which is uh, magic that you cannot touch, yes, is uh, an opera which navigates always between uh, reality and, and something which is metaphysic, which is beyond our understanding. And uh, so you, you have to know that uh, probably the meeting between uh, Shakespeare and Giuseppe Verdi generates some of the best Giuseppe Verdi operas. You know, it's some, something is like uh, wine, best wines and best food. Sometimes when you put them together, ah, you have the best meal in your life. You know what I mean, yes? So you put together the genius of Shakespeare and you put together the genius and Verdi and you have, wow, the best show you have ever attended in your life. And uh, I would say to who is a lover of uh, uh, drama theater, to who is a lover of opera, to who is a lover of uh, symphonic uh, uh, music, who, to who is a lover of, uh, yeah, in some way also horror movies, you know, all these kind of dark uh, uh, movies. Okay, this is the show for you. Come to see Macbeth because you, you will sit there and you, you will be 
really how can I say in English you will be uh, inside and such a big amount of different emotions that you will go out uh, uh, with a different concept of what opera is <laughs> So far in this podcast, we've learned how Lyric Opera decides in a particular production, how they go about the casting process, and now how the productions make music both with the chorus and the orchestra. Now they need some sets for the actors to interact with and help create the world of Macbeth. That's where technical director Michael Smallwood takes center stage. We'll meet him in episode six and learn about how that piece of the production comes together. Yeah, Macbeth. Arrived in the arrived in Chicago now, um, which is great. So then this week we'll put it all together. The rest of this week we'll assemble it in in at. It's the first time um, most places can't build any of our scenery because it's too tall, standing upright. So most places build our scenery on its back or on its face, and it never actually gets stood up until it's in this building. Um, if it's something super crazy or complicated that needs to stand up and f like there's special function in it. We might have that company that's building it rent a space where they can stand it up. But most of the time, it's like I said, it's built back, face, face up, back down. Um, and then here is the first time it's ever stood up. So that's an interesting thing to do. Bringing Up the Lights is an original series from Sound Concept Media. It's written and narrated by me, Keith Conrad, with original music from John Benedict, along with the Lyric Opera of Chicago's 2010 production of Macbeth. Along the way, I had help from the team at the Lyric Opera Chicago and Elizabeth Newkirk with the Silverman Group. 